Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, which is basically where we do a deep dive on a certain subject. So sometimes it's a different storyline or an event. Like we did the nurse's ball. We talked about the history of the nurse's ball, did a little recap of that or how the characters celebrate different holidays. We've been able to interview a couple of the cast members. And today we are going to be giving a little bit of a background, not even a little bit, we're doing a background on a character who has been talked about a lot recently, but was actually only around for three months. I don't think I realized. I knew it was just a blip, but I didn't realize it was only three months. I she know. caused a lot of trouble in the short amount of time that she was there. She had a major ripple effect too. Yes. Because it's, we still see it. Mm-hmm. We still have what she caused in, I don't want to say it like that because she did something really good, but we still have the extra, the drama. aftermath yes. from her presence. And we don't do spoilers. So you don't have to worry about that if you're someone who likes to avoid spoilers we are not going to do them and i was actually wondering about that because we are guessing yes that this person might be coming back but she's also been mentioned a lot lately and people are probably like who the heck is that right we're not the only ones wondering if she's coming back or not right so it's good to know who she is in case she does show up and if not i feel like they're still going to talk about her so you need to know exactly what they're talking about and especially where she was only on for three months so many people probably yeah just have no clue so we are talking about Cornette. Yes. And we used YouTube, General Hospital, Fandom.com, ABC Soaps and Depths.com, and SoapCentral.com for all of our research. Okay. And Amanda's going to get us started with a little bit more of Claudette's background. Okay. 
On February 26th through the 29th, 2016, while on pain meds after being shot, Maxie Jones tells Nathan that she loves him, and he replies by saying, I love you too, Claudette. When mm. Maxie, I know, don't, don't, don't ever say the wrong woman's <laughs> name. Especially to Maxie. But he was on pain meds. But I mean, still, if there's ever a time to hear it, I feel like, whatever. It was his cover-up that was bad. When Maxie asks about Claudette, Nathan lied and told her that it was his French poodle and then his ex-girlfriend. <sighs> Why? Why would you start with a dog? No. Childhood French boy? poodle or something? Yeah. Anything other than a dog. You know she's going to bring my that My babysitter, my nanny, right. my favorite teacher. She tutored me and I thought she was hot. Anything. Anyway, but we'll go with the French poodle. There you go. And then ex-girlfriend. And then ex-girlfriend. <laughs> On March 14th, 2016, Nathan revealed to Dante that Claudette was his wife. On April 4th, he told Maxie that she was his ex-wife. It was a marriage of convenience and that they had it annulled. Claudette and Nathan met at a bar while he was in uniform in New York, and Nathan describes the French-Canadian Claudette as different from other girls. They went out, and it went well, so they kept going out, and he proposed to her after the second date. That's not, I, they kept going out. Right. Two dates is not continuing to date. It's just started getting dated, like, in your dating adventure. But it's crazy, because you see all of those, we got married on our first date, and they're married 45 years later and Very perfectly true. happy. It's not common at all. No, no. You know, but it's, it's just enough for these crazy kids to think they can have a shot. But the thing is, their second date, Claudette suggests that they do a bunch of New York stuff that people don't normally do. They hit the Bronx Zoo. Is that not something that people... I think that it's one of those things, like if you live in Pittsburgh, you haven't necessarily been to a Steeler game or True. a Pirate game okay. or whatever. Since you're there, you don't do all the touristy stuff. So I bet that most New Yorkers have not done all the touristy stuff. Okay, I can see that. He, they rode the Cyclone and took the ferry to Governor's Island. Nathan then realized that Claudette was just checking boxes off because she wasn't going to be a New Yorker anymore as her visa had expired. So Nathan decided to marry her as she was single and wasn't doing any, as he was single and wasn't doing anything. Because <laughs> why not? I don't have any plans tonight. Want to get married? Sure. <laughs> it was a marriage of convenience at first as Nathan fell in love, but Claudette didn't and was cheating on him the whole time they were married. After he found out, he couldn't forgive her, so they got an annulment. Nathan assumes that she is back in Canada. She is formerly of Hell's Kitchen in New York City. So that's a little bit of her background, and that's before we even meet the woman. Right. So we actually meet her in July 2016, and she showed up at the Metro Court for an interview with Maxie to be a graphic designer at Crimson under the name C.J. Boland. After the short interview, Maxie is so impressed that she, Claudette, gets the job. Later on, Claudette surprises Nathan in a hotel room at the Metro Court. The two of them argue as they rehash the past, and she tells him about getting a job at Crimson with Maxie. Afterwards, she then apologizes to him, but he tells her that she can't work with Maxie and that she needs to leave poor Charles immediately, to which she agrees. Nathan leaves her to check out of the hotel, but when he comes back, he finds Maxie with her. Dun, dun, dun. This was the time that Maxie was portrayed. In I know. I was going to mention that. And when I first started looking up clips, uh -huh. I was like, 
wait, is that, who is that? And then someone finally wrote Claudette with Big Maxi. And I was like, yep. oh, that's why I remember, but I don't remember. Because was that I'm not arguing with Maxi? My original GH fan page yes. on YouTube? Yes. So did you watch that clip? I did. Okay. He has some funny, if you need a YouTube channel to follow. So he obviously is using his phone to record the show as he's watching it. But his comments yes. are, if you get offended by cursing, you may not. He's not over he's the top. like vulgar. He just, I, I think he dropped the S word once or twice. He doesn't say anything not said in the show. Right. He uses the B word a lot. But he doesn't say anything that you don't hear on daytime TV. But exactly. I was I was amused by him, especially when he got the phone call. Yes. And he apologized for it. <laughs> I was just like, okay, dude, you just go ahead. All right, so please so continue. Funny. I'm glad that yes. you brought that up. No, I'm. I was glad that he clarified. <laughs> Maxi, I was like, thanks for that, guy. Um, back to the storyline. On September 21st, 2016, Claudette revealed to Nathan that she had given birth to a daughter whom she named Charlotte. Soon after, their relationship ended. Claudette believed that Nathan was Charlotte's father, but knew there was a small chance that her former lover, Griffin Monroe, could be the father. Which at that time, he didn't know that the former lover was Griffin. He just thought it was some. Guy or whatever. They didn't know Nathan knew that it was Griffin. Not when they first saw him on TV, I didn't think. Yeah. Oh, they had already revealed it was Griffin Uh at that point? Oh, okay. But Maxie didn't know. But then Maxie had been confiding in Griffin and she's like, why did you let me tell you all this stuff about me? Because so when Nathan said to Maxie, told Maxie that he had a daughter, but then basically that's when Maxie also found out that Claudette the, Maxie and Nathan walked in on Claudette and Griffin making out. Oh, okay. And she was like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and that's when Nathan is like, yeah, he's the one who, uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I remember I when Griffin finding out at the same time that Maxie did. No. Or like around no. the same timeline. Cause he had shot him. Yes. But he didn't know who he had shot. He did. He didn't originally. Yeah, he did. He knew that he shot Griffin Monroe. No, because he didn't. There's a clip of him at the Metro Court with Claudette saying, I just need to know that he's okay. Who is he? Can you just help me find him so I know he didn't suffer any damage from it? I did not see that clip. Yeah. So okay. originally he did not know. And then when Claudette, which I'm sure all of okay. this is going to be in here, but Claudette hurt her knee and had to be yes. at the hospital. That was whenever Griffin walked in and it was like, oh, Griffin's here. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I didn't see those clips. Oh, well, see? We could have done this all off of YouTube. We really could have. That was difficult to find. (laughs) It was, to find the whole sequence, because you couldn't watch just three months in a row. No. But um, Maxie has learned a few things, because immediately after getting this news, Nathan tells fiancé Maxie Jones, who encourages him to get a paternity test done. Claudette had a lock of Charlotte's hair and a necklace, and they used that to conduct the DNA test. Nathan sent the samples to a private lab. So he knew not to take it to Brad, send it to a private Did lab. Did we have Brad yet? And see if we can get some right results. I don't know if we had Brad If we yet. didn't have Brad, we had some other tech that could have easily been bought off. Absolutely. So they were trying to go about it the right way, demand a DNA test, and use an independent lab. So I did watch the clip where she got the lock of hair and everything. Okay, and I didn't watch that one. Maxie was like, but it's brown. How do I know you didn't just take, and this is fake Maxie, how do I know you just didn't take it off of, um, Nathan, and so it'll come back as a match. She goes, because that would be Griffin's, or that would be Nathan's clone. 
All right, so Maxie was a little smart because she demanded the DNA test. She doesn't have to know how DNA tests work. But what Claudette said was that Charlotte is a natural brunette. Claudette said that Charlotte is a natural brunette whose hair lightens in the sun. I'm a brunette, and my hair does get lighter. Lighter in the sun, but not to where you would think I was a blonde. Right. And was that ever addressed again? I don't think that it was. I don't think it was either. I don't think it was. Which is weird, because they did a really good job casting Charlotte. Charlotte and Claudette look amazingly alike. But then she also does look like Lulu and Valentine. Yes. So it's... They did a really good job. They did do a good job. Go back and watch those YouTube clips, though, of when Charlotte first came on. She was so quiet and shy. She's so little. Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. So back to the DNA test. On September 29th, the DNA test confirmed that Nathan was Charlotte's father. Nathan wanted to see his daughter as soon as possible, but Claudette was afraid to reveal their daughter's whereabouts. When pushed, Claudette tells Nathan that she is trying to protect her daughter and herself from Valentine Cassidyne, with whom she had a prior romantic entanglement. After things went south between Claudette and Valentine, he began threatening her and Charlotte. We've all now known, like, looking back. Right, there's no Valentine way he would not have Charlotte. Charlotte. So they went into hiding. It was later revealed that Griffin is actually Charlotte's father. And all I had to say about that was she tried to trick a doctor and a detective <laughs> on paternity. Yeah. Both men have real access to very sophisticated technology to get the truth. And... So the girl that was assumed to be Nathan's daughter winds up becoming his sister's stepdaughter. Oh, I had not thought of all that. Neither had I. Until. Yeah. Well, good job. Yep. (laughs) I'm telling you, we're going to do this map one day. So then after Claudette fled the country, it was revealed that Valentine is actually Charlotte's father. Claudette is last seen on a plane heading to Canada when Valentine appears and takes the seat next to her, stating that she took something to belong to him. It's most likely that Valentine had killed Claudette killed. On December 8th, 2016, it was revealed that Claudette has no biological claim to Charlotte as she was just a surrogate. Dun, dun, dun. On December 29th, it was revealed that Claudette never signed or had the divorce papers filed. Therefore, she and Nathan were still married. <gasps> Weren't you shocked by that? No one was shocked by that. Um, Nathan believed that she wanted to use their marriage. But after 20 days... It would be automatically divorce, as we just learned with Dante and Lulu. I think that she never took the papers to the courthouse to actually file them. Oh, okay. Not that she didn't sign her name to them. That's what I'm assuming. You'd think as a detective he would make sure that that was taken care of. Yeah, it says never never signed or had the divorce papers filed. (sighs) Okay. See, I heard signed. Sorry. Yeah, but my active listening skills are down right now. (laughs) When you file divorce papers, whether you're the person that filed them or you're the person they were filed on, you get a piece of paper in the mail that says, yeah, hey, this was filed. Yep. So you never thought to question why I didn't get that piece of paper? 
Mm-hmm. And you're a detective. I'm questioning your skills there. Mm-hmm. Nathan believed that she wanted to use their marriage to protect Charlotte, but Maxie believed otherwise and reminds him that Claudette is a pathological liar. On January 4th, 2017, Valentine deleted his contact of Claudette, hinting that he may have taken care of her. On January 11th, Valentine secretly had his connections in the Canadian authorities report to Nathan and Maxie, who had come to Canada to find that Claudette, that had come to Canada to find her, that Claudette had committed suicide a month ago, ending the search for her. With her dead, Nathan and Maxie were finally able to get married on January 17th. And then in, and that was 2017. So on October 27th, 2017, Cassandra Pierce, a powerful drug lord who was blackmailing Valentine, revealed a picture of Claudette holding a newspaper with the current date, hinting that Claudette might still be alive. On January 10th, 2018, after Valentine covered for Nina, after she unintentionally overdosed Cassandra and sent her into a coma, Valentine got the photo of Claudette from Cassandra's henchman, Eric, and deleted it. And then on September 19th, 2019, Cassandra revealed to Valentine that they both knew Claudette was indeed alive, and she said that she has her. It was also revealed that Claudette had fallen into a coma. I wonder if she was the test for whatever she did to Sasha. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Huh? Hmm. Cassandra attempted to blackmail Valentine into working with her, but that plan failed, and as we know, she went boom. <laughs> that plan failed because she went boom. You can add your own sentence to that. That's what we said when she died. I remember. It was Cassandra went boom. that was a good explosion. Yes. Crimes committed. Fraud married Nathan West to keep from being deported. Adultery had an affair with Griffin Monroe while married to Nathan. Is that a crime? I mean, I know they say that's a crime, and most people don't actually consider that a crime. I guess they are here, which is all that matters. Kidnapped Charlotte from her father, Valentine. Put Charlotte into secluded and hidden locations to keep her hidden from her father. Cookie is really upset about these crimes that she committed. I'm sorry, Cookie. Claimed to be Charlotte's mother when she was not, and hit Griffin over the head with a vase and rendered him temporarily unconscious. That's not really a crime either, no, nope. he pressed charges. But those were bad things. Bad Claudette. Health and vitals. Hunted by Valentine. I love that line. <laughs> Presumed dead after being captured by Valentine. Held captive by Cassandra Pierce, which is assumed to be from January 11, 2017 to present. And currently in a coma, which was revealed to us September 19th, 2019. And assuming that she still is in a coma. So, yeah, so, I mean, we just wanted to give a little backstory because here's the deal. Claudette is who brought Charlotte exactly. into our lives. However, this poor girl comes to Port Charles, is told, and she told she her, did tell this Charlotte. is your daddy. Yep, this is Nathan. He's your daddy. And Charlotte got close to him. And then she was like, oops, sorry, no. And she introduced her to Griffin at Maxie and Nathan's apartment. Uh-huh. And so she was like, go say hi to your daddy. Exactly the same thing that she told her with Nathan. Right. And she turns around and goes over to Nathan and is like, hi, daddy. And it was like so heartbreaking. And now we see her as my petite from Valentine. So, yeah. What is happening? And is she going to come back? Did I- she live with Valentine before, though, as something else? Because Charlotte and Valentine have a relationship that they feels have like it didn't just start a couple years ago. Yeah. I honestly forget 
and I stayed on right. track with okay. Claudette just, because I think that we could do a total background on Charlotte now. Yes. Yeah, we definitely To answer should. those questions. And I'm sure someone is probably going to comment on one of our social media and remind us, which would be awesome. So thank you because sometimes research doesn't show it all and we could go down a rabbit hole. We get lost a lot. We do. <laughs> YouTube is dangerous. It is. But there was an interesting article that I think it was on Soap Central that said she was only supposed to be on for a couple weeks. And then the the producers asked, can you be on for a couple months? Oh, okay. So she was really supposed to be just in and out because she played Jessica Buchanan, Buchanan. on One Life to Live. Yep. Okay. So she was... She wasn't another character that came over from that show, but she left, came to GH for a blip, and then was gone. Right. Again. And did you know that she is best friends with Kimberly McCullough? No! I talked in this one article, and it said she was so excited when she got the call, and she called Kimberly, and she's like, that's awesome, take it! Oh, that's so cute! I thought that was really cool that she's BFF with Robin! That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, this is a super short 411, which is good, but it's, I think it was, yeah, we covered it. If you have time, definitely check out YouTube because seeing her interact, especially with fake Maxie. Yep. She's a very good actress. She portrayed, like you hated her instantly, just like you were supposed to. Oh yeah. There was no sympathy. She was just an awful person. Well, and even with Nina too. Yes. Because, you know, Nina was in her coma (laughs) while Claudette was married to her brother Right. And so she had no idea. And now she's being introduced to this woman who tricked, I don't want to say tricked him into marrying her, but persuaded her into marrying him for the green card. Right. To then cheat on him. Mm -hmm. To then say that he has a daughter. To then say, no, you don't. Right. A daughter that she knew couldn't be anyone else's since she was a surrogate. Right. So. And then she lied when she got the job, too, because she started with CJ. I can't remember what her last name was. Poland. Thank you. C.J. Boland and... I only know that because I read that. <laughs> C.J. Boland. And then they were like, no, wait, you're Claudette. Right. So She said something about she didn't want to have an unfair advantage, but she made it sound like they would hire her because of her relationship with Nathan, where in actuality... But they it's not like not her name was Claudette her. West. True. Exactly. You know? Right. You kind of said Claudette anything, and that wouldn't... There's Nathan a wasn't on the hiring committee. ...in the world. Right. And it's not, I guess she was assuming that maybe Maxie knew about her. Maybe. But still. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait. If they do bring her back, I can't wait to see what she does. Fine. And if they don't bring her back, just the drama that it's still going to cause, because they mention her enough now, yeah. even though she's not there, she's part of it. But here's the thing. If she comes back, and so we know she's alive, but now she's in a coma. Right. That means that Maxie and Nathan's marriage is nulled. I know. I thought of that. I'm sorry. And that, don't apologize to me. I had the same thought. <laughs> I'm sorry that that's going to make you sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm apologizing for. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's going to be hard to watch. I don't think it really matters. Do you think that place. like the courts will be like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and give you an annulment on the Claudette, Nathan, and we're going to make sure that yours was valid. Unless she's trying to go after Nathan's money, I don't think it's going to matter. But would it affect Maxie's money? Because I would imagine that Maxie is getting some kind of a pension. Right. That's what I mean. If she's going to go after Nathan's money, then... If Claudette's going to go after... If Claudette goes after Nathan's money, then Maxie's going to have to show the court that she's the rightful wife. But I don't know that Claudette... I mean, she is 
evil and nasty, but she seems to have plenty of money. So yeah. why would she go after that? It's not even Maxie's money at this point. It's James's. You're really going to take it from right. Nathan's baby? Come on. I don't know. I mean, we saw what she did with Charlotte. It depends on how desperate she is, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I just hope that they don't go down that rabbit hole, that it's, if it's addressed, it's quick. Yeah. Here's Alexis is going to swoop in and it's going to be fixed with a couple clerical pieces of paper and they're done. Not yeah. drama and fighting and right. Cause that's just not necessary. She's got enough to deal with when she yes. finds out about Peter. Exactly. We don't need this to, yeah. to find out that the love of her life was never actually her husband. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor Maxie. We'll get there when we get there. You're looking ahead. We're projecting. We like to project. I know and predict. we do. I know we do. We like to predict. But not the bad stuff. We'll just, it'll all be fine. They'll live happily ever after. Yes. Yes, they will. There you go. And Shannon will be happy. There okay. you go. So that's it for this week's 411. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 